We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, gentlemen, let's jump into the mailbag portion of the show. We've got, hey, we are not lacking spirit uh, in the chat today, gentlemen. I will say that. I will uh, head into the starred category, Ryan, if you want to stay in the chat and yep. uh, start stuff. And we'll just kind of go from there. So we're going in order. Here we go. Charlie Weiss's last belt loop. Thank you very much for the super chat. IB, I don't know if Buckner is the guy, but I'll take that win over any loss. They came back from the Jaws of defeat to win it all. This will be a big for recruiting and momentum for the program. Thanks for 2022. Gentlemen. Thank you guys for 2022, man. It was a wild ride, a lot of roller coasters, but I, I feel like the program again is going in a really good direction. I am excited about it moving forward, obviously, but Charlie, thank you. And I know I feel so weird every time I refer to Charlie, because I know that's not his actual name. Charlie, <laughs> message me what your name is, but I appreciate <laughs> you, sir. I do. That's awesome. Yes, thanks, Charlie. Really appreciate the the uh, the super chat, the props, and look, none of us have a crystal ball, right? None of us know if Buckner is going to be the guy, but I think he showed everybody today that he can be if he needs to be, and that's he, he was enough. He was enough of the guy to win the game today and to get the MVP. So I, I will go to sleep a happy camper today as well. Joe Joe Poppy, thank you very much for the super chat. Huge congrats to Buckner and the Irish. Uh, by the time the fourth came around, no one wanted to tackle Estimate. We we forced our will on South Carolina in the second half. Buckner drove me crazy, but talent is talent. Love thee. Sean, I, I Sean, I said in the chat, I think earlier, right? I, I felt like I was a pretty tough football player. You know, I didn't really back down from anyone, you know. I do not want to ever tackle Andrick Estime. 17-year-old Ryan Roberts would not have wanted to tackle Andrick Estime. 22-year-old Ryan Roberts would not have wanted to tackle no. Andrick Estime. That is a scary dude, Sean. Scary dude. I thought that he was going to break that. This, I think it was the second to last run he had. Mm-hmm. It was one of the runs he had. I was like, oh, man. This dude just grabbing around the shoulder. He's just flinging guys. I'm like, <laughs> And I thought, I said, good grief, how good is this running back room going to be next year? Mm-hmm. Like for a moment. I, we don't want to go to next year. But in the middle of the game, I'm just sitting there shaking my head. And I'm like, 
yo, this is going to be scary yeah. next year. If we get the diversity in the run game. Sure. On a weekly basis that we saw tonight, right? It was absolutely amazing. And yeah, I understand. I think it was Troy Pride that, that he said, man, one minute Buckner gets on my nerves and the next minute I love him. <laughs> like that's that's who he is. But I'll, Ryan, I told someone during the game, I said, look, they hit me up and they were like, man, do you think like Buckner can actually like be a good quarterback on a championship team? And I said, look, he's right where Max Dugan was two years ago as a quarterback. Like, this is who Max Dugan was when he first got to college. Like, wasn't highly developed in the passing game. His legs were his game. That's how he made his way. And he got better. And he got better. And he's tough as nails, just like Tyler Buck. Like, they have similar traits. I don't know what the future holds. But look, eventually, that driving you crazy if you stick with someone like that could go to, man, I really love this kid. I just really love this kid. You know, I look, I'm I'm proud to have him part of this program. Yep. With everything Absolutely. that's happened. Yeah. Proud to have him. Absolutely. And I would like to say this, Vince, mostly you because you had most of the practices in the sprawl fall and spring. But I would like to say this, while other publications went super hard for the other quarterback we were the ones watching the same practices saying, yeah. nah, <laughs> no, there's no other quarterback in the building that can do what that kid does. Absolutely. So, and it wasn't close. Like it, no. it, it really befuddled me. Some of the stuff that was put out there that it was such a tight race and the fact, and that, that, that drew was out playing him at certain practices. I'm like, what are you guys watching? Like what? It really, I was like, I had to like second guess myself a little bit. You know what I mean? But it was obvious to you and me who the best quarterback in the room was. And it just, the way he played tonight, okay? And I'm not saying they would have won or lost the game if Drew Pine was the quarterback. I'm not going down that road. What I am saying is he, the way he played tonight backs up the decision by the coaching staff to say he's our starting quarterback. If he's 100% healthy, he's starting. Period. And I have no problem with that. He's the best kid for the job on the roster right now. No doubt about it. And he proved it tonight. And Ryan, you pointed it out in the in the text thread we had. You're right, bro. You know, the limitations probably were there as a play caller. When the they previous probably, quarterback was in, yeah. I think they so. Prob- they, prob- they probably were. Like this, you know what people would see? They would see them running through drills. Right. And seeing all of the completions, right, with no competition or anything. Right. Or like seven on seven when no one's really doing anything. And they were like, oh, man, he's completing everything. Yeah. No one's rushing him. No one's trying to hit him in his chest. Like I saw this kid with people like bearing down on him today make gutsy throws. That throw to Jaden Thomas on third down? It's right here. It's right here. Oh, on the over route, on the over yes. route, right? Yes, yeah. yeah, that was a great ball. That might have been his best ball of the day, to be honest. Yes. Man. As he was getting I, I smoked, agree. he had to change his arm angle. It was, I it agree. Was great. I agree. Ball. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate 
isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, let's move on here. Sean Stewart with a super chat. Thank you very much, Sean. Great win. Need to build on this. Love the content you guys have been doing. Happy New Year. And Happy New Year to you as well, Sean, and everybody out there in mm-hmm. IB Nation. Really appreciate that. Of course, they need to build on this, and we're going to keep bringing you content. Don't worry about that. We are locked and loaded for content starting probably tomorrow, I would imagine. And we're definitely going to have a further, upon further review, I think on Sunday still, I think we're going to give ourselves an opportunity for Brian to uh, take that trip home in the, in the old uh, Iron Bird. But uh, I think we're going to do a pond for the review on Sunday. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, I'm yet, yet another game I'm excited to look back on and uh, actually rewatch, unlike the USC game. So um, that'll be a fun one to go back and watch. But thank you very much, Sean. Appreciate it. Happy New Year to you as well. Next up, Alex Udell. Thank you very much for the Super Chat. Two pick sixes and TB12 wins the MVP. It is possible to give up two pick sixes and a fake punt touchdown and still win the game. Ben Morrison is a stud. Agreed. I don't think anybody's debating that one. It's a six interceptions, right? End of the season with six interceptions. It's fantastic, yeah. man. That's fantastic. Awesome. That's awesome. And I realize, you know, the pick that he got was at the end of the half. It what you know, it didn't lead to anything, but it stopped a drive. I mean, yep. I <laughs> call it what you will, man, but he went up and he high pointed that thing and he came down with it. And uh hopefully whatever took him out of the game is not going to be anything that is massive. I don't know if Sean, if you've heard anything specific to what his injury was, I, th- I think they said. I think Brian said something earlier that he's in concussion protocol. Okay, so I don't think it's which would make serious. sense. Yeah, which, which yeah. would make sense. Which is because um, it was after he made that tackle, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I believe so. It looked like he but hit I, his head pretty good. Can I say something though, Vince? I mean, I think Alex hit a, a important point here. You know, like this is what I was talking about earlier. You threw two pick sixes. Sorry, I'm over here. You threw two pick sixes <laughs> and you gave up. The fake, the fake kick, uh, fake kick touchdown. It was a fake field right. goal for a touchdown, right. and he still won the football game. Right. And I think again, that's a testament to the talent disparity in this football game, and the to the point of again, Notre Dame was their worst enemy tonight. That's what I really believe that. You know, I, I don't think that te- I don't think South Carolina 
did a ton that Notre Dame wasn't physically able to stop or contend with. I think it was more Notre Dame just made some boneheaded mistakes. That's kind of what I saw today. Absolutely. Got a couple here. Let's see. Kirk Roberts, thank you for the super chats. Let's go Irish. Appreciate that. Tyler says, way to fight back for the win. I'm excited for next year. Agreed. It's going to be a fun offseason. You guys can come along for the ride here with us at IB. David Carpenter with the fun super chat amount, 45-38. I do like that very much. Uh, let's see here. He says, it wasn't pretty, but it was resilient. Honestly, not throwing shade, but I'm not sure previous coaches get that victory. Stuff to clean up, but I love the fight. Something to build on. Ready for 2023. Let's effing go. <laughs> Could not agree more, David. Thank you very much for the super chat and the creativity what? in the amount. Vince, what does F stand for in LFG? Uh, freaking. <laughs> Very good. Very good. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, man, that's good stuff. All right. Uh, Tom, Tom with the super chat. Thank you very much. Tom says, Brian, please grow back to facial hair. <laughs> All right. Very good. It is amazing to me how many people are obsessed with Brian's facial hair and what he does with his hair. Or if he doesn't wear a hat, it's crazy. Yeah. We actually yeah. had a comment. I don't know if you saw it, Sean. Somebody was was giving you props for your goatee. So people loving the facial hair on the IB crew. Yeah, my wife likes the salt and pepper look. See? So it, she it likes brings it. that air of intelligence. She says I'm distinguished with yes. it. So. Yes. <laughs> if, if I tried to grow that, my wife would hit me and right. tell me to shave it. <laughs> right, no way, Double R. I'm just kidding. I she would. <laughs> Well, I think the question is, and I'm not throwing shade here either, but can you grow facial hair, my friend? Uh, I mean, baby face. It, it gets a little patchy, but I Does mean, if it? you watched okay. the show the other day, I had a little mustache and oh, yeah, that's right. you know yeah. stuff going on, but yeah, it's right. not great. It's not great. Man. <laughs> I love it. Maybe when I, maybe when I get to your guy's age, it'll soul oh. grow in. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're not wrong though. You're not wrong because if I grow mine out, it's gonna look exactly like Sean or like Sean's. So oh, yeah, just yes. twisting that knife, baby. All right, man. Uh, Dino Bambino, twenty three. Thank you so much for the super chat. What a roller coaster ride with Uncle Buck. At one moment, I wanted him to take the bus back to the bend, and then the next moment, I wanted to kiss his feet. Great win for him, the players, coaches, and this program on to twenty three. That's pretty much the whole game in a nutshell, fellas. Yes. Well, I mean, can I say this about Tyler? The one thing that I didn't say earlier, Tyler may hit the home runs tonight, you know, made yeah. some dynamic plays yeah. that throw to Braden Lindsay, that over route we talked about, rushing the football, but he missed a lot of layups too. Right. Right. Like he made a lot of bone, he made a couple boneheaded mistakes and he missed a couple easy layups. Right. And I just think that that was, there was some rust there tonight. There was, but again, the resiliency, I think the even keelness, someone talked about that on here. Was it you, Sean, that said that Marcus Freeman's kind of stoic, right? And I think that that kind of played in the Tyler's favor as well. When he, something bad happened, I, you just saw him on the sideline. He was just like, okay, next play, you know, like, let's do it type of thing, which I think <laughs> right. helps. I think it does help. I also enjoyed the, after he threw the touchdown to Braden Lindsay, he didn't look over to the South Carolina bench. He looked yep. over to his own bench and was like, Let, you know, I mean, he's he's doing one of these, you know, with the head going up and down. Like, dude was fired up, man. He was fired up. He was excited. I, I felt like a monkey came off of his back at that point because everybody knows yep. he could run the football. Everybody knows that. And he did. And he was effective with it. A lot of people didn't think he could make that throw to Braden Lindsay. There's a lot <laughs> of people out there who didn't think he could make that throw. 
And he put that thing right where it needed to be and allowed Braden Lindsay to run that into the end zone. And that was that was like a, a Steve Young moment, you know, when they pulled the monkey off of his back when he won the Super Bowl. It wasn't the Super Bowl. I'm not going there. But it just felt to me like it was a monkey off the back moment for Tyler Buckner. You know what was the most impressive pass outside of that to Braden Lindsay? Third down slant to the field. Like, I'm like, they're playing 10 yards off of them. We ran a slant? Like, are you kidding was, me? Wasn't that against a corner fire, right? Wasn't that against a corner fire? Yeah, it was, it was nice. It's like, it's like, wait a minute, where has this been all year? But it goes back to what Ryan said. There was just certain things that might have been limited. Like, right. maybe that's why we didn't see it all year. You right. know, I. it is uh, his ability to throw from different angles. Yeah. Is, you know, sometimes it could get sketchy. Because I think he tried to get one pass to the outside around somebody and ended up throwing it in the ground. But he has awareness. He'll get better at the new – you can only get better by playing the position, man. Right, absolutely. Especially that position, right? And there are certain nuances that come with that. But as far as being tough, a gamer can make certain throws. Like, you. this is why we say they like him. In that building. Mm-hmm. And people think we're just blowing smoke. Like, no. This is what he does in practice. Like, he, right. he does these things in practice. And they feel like, okay, we're going to see that in the game. And finally, we start to see that in a game. Was it pretty? Nah. Can it be better? Yep. Will he get better with more reps? Yep. Mm-hmm. Is he going to be a better quarterback at the end of the fall? Yep. <laughs> no doubt. That's all I can tell you right now. No doubt. No doubt. All right. Next up in the batter's box, AST12321. Thank you for the super chat. Buckner showed both his enormous potential and inexperience in one game. There are very few players who can throw two pick sixes, another interception to boot, and still win a game versus a good opponent. Could not I'm agree sure. more. Five touchdowns responsible for, yes, he had three picks. Two of them were disastrous from a point-given-up standpoint. You can't give up more points than a pick six, right? I mean, so – and he was able to bounce back and Mm -hmm. drive them right down the field for the game-winning touchdown. Yeah. So, love it. Love it. Thank you for the Super Chat, by the way, AST. Kay Grant in the house with the Super Chat. Talk your stuff, Sean. Respect. Hashtag TV12. Hey, is man, that is that look, what that stands for? Is that what those it does what the in this year. stand for? All right. it, it does in this. You're trying to you're trying to goat me. You're trying to get me in trouble. Is what you're trying. I'm, tr- to do. I'm trying to make you demonetize this show tonight for some reason. <laughs> I've already. I think I already made our boss mad enough uh, in the chat, and <laughs> I said something that made him even more mad. He didn't respond. He didn't take the bait. So uh, he is going to be back home here really soon. So I got to be careful. Uh, All right, uh, next up, James Bucker. Thank you for the super chat, James. Really appreciate it. Tyler Buckner did great, in my opinion. I was uh, I was disappointed by the defense and the offensive line, to tell you the truth. I love our offensive line, but I thought they could have played better. This is a great super chat. Gentlemen, mm-hmm. Ryan, I'll let you go first. Go ahead, because we kind of talked about this throughout the game. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I agree completely. Like, at the end of the day, Tyler Buckner, I think, 
you know, great. I think that he played well. You know, the highs were extremely high. The lows were also very low, right? Like there was a little bit too much variance with him, James, in my opinion. But I, I would say this. You won a football game. You should have won it convincingly at the end of the day. And you weren't perfect. You weren't. And I think that that's a testament to the talent that's on this football team and the potential right. that it has, right? Even when you don't play – Sean, what did you say? It was like a B plus game or B. I forget what you said, but like C plus B minus game. Right, exactly. Like you did not play near your best football, and you Dude, still no. could have won this game convincingly by two or three scores. Like that's the end all be all, right? So I think you saw that you have a lot of talent on this football team, and even when you don't play well, you still have that perseverance to still have a win at the end of the day. So I agree with you hundred percent on that part, James. Right? Like it's 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 a a win is a win. It's always great to win. That's the number one overall objective to, to playing a football game, right, is to win the football game. But it could be a lot better. So let's, uh, you know, keep it rolling. But it could definitely be better. There's no doubt. Look, I we talked about this this week on Lucky Lefty, man. And it was just like, yo, we've seen this. Like this offensive line is not about to dominate this game from the jump. They're not. South Carolina isn't going to let them. Do that. Teams are not about to allow Notre Dame to do that. If they don't hit some plays in the passing game mm -hmm. and get more diverse in the running game and allow the offensive line to get into the second half where they can start to wear the other team down, like you have to give your offensive line a chance to impose their will. Right. Right. And offensive line. How many plays do you think it really takes for them to get their lather going in the run game? Ten to fifteen, probably. Yeah, against a against a decent defense, you know. Yeah. Especially when you were doing some stuff that you really haven't done all year, right? Yeah. Like you were Absolutely. doing some different different Good types point. of run run um run you know um some different packages and different yeah. run running some formations. Different schemes. I mean, everything. Yeah. yeah, some different run schemes that they've really haven't gone to as much. Yep. You know, it's not their bread and butter. I guess is the best way to put it. And, and I think, yeah, yeah. Was like, they made Ryan, they made them schematically uncomfortable mm -hmm. in the second half, right? Because you're lining up mm -hmm. going duo power, you know, early in that game. And South Carolina is like getting their feet set, like, okay, we can expect this all game. Like, this is what we've seen. Right. And then all of a sudden, here comes the diversity. And then you add in running backs like Aldrich and Logan bending things back, you know, and getting to the outside and being great running backs. And, Shout out to Dylan McCullough, how he's added to all of their bags yeah. and made them better running backs. It was like, now you have all of this. And it was just like, they didn't know what to do. The linebackers didn't know what to do. The safeties didn't know how to feel anymore, where to feel, because everything was different than what they had seen on film and prepared for. And they was just uncomfortable. And then you throw in the fact that they just got exhausted. Mm -hmm. And then they really couldn't think like, and from that point on, it was really, you know, Notre Dame's game to win. Yep. So I think the all, overall, I'm I'm cool with the offensive line and what they did. I, I'm I'm cool. Like I thought they could have been schematically prepared for what, or they should have anticipated, mm -hmm. like the game that South Carolina was going to present to them early in that game and get to going to the outside earlier to combat some of that stuff earlier. But eventually they got to it. And then once Tommy – look, once Tommy got in his bag, like in the second quarter, 
Oh, I, dude, early in the game, I was upset with some things about Tommy, right? And I think the only other call that mystified me with Tommy was I think they got backed up. I think they had tied the game up and they got backed up on the 10-yard line. And he tried to start with a jet sweep to Chris Tyree, like out of a spread. And I'm like, what are you? No, that's not the place on the field to do that. Like, right. you're trying to start a drive? Just line up, run the ball, or go to the little <laughs> waggle of bootlegs that you've been doing and get some yards. And then when you get closer to midfield or you get some room, then maybe you can hit, hit right. him with that because you have more room. But other than that, I think the offensive line did – I don't you think the speed – because I think – Alt and Fisher kind of like they were coming around the edge on those guys. But then once they – like I said, once they built up that ladder, yeah. those big dudes, yeah, they they took over the game. Yeah. They took yeah. over the game. Well, look, was it the offensive line's best game of this of the season? No, maybe not. But I'm also going to throw a lot of love at Jarrett Patterson for not only playing in the game, and he said there was no chance that he was going to opt out, which I love, by the way, because it's just so old school. But he goes down with injury. He's out for the Man. for the required one play right back in the game. Yeah. And look, at that point, I wouldn't even have dogged him for being like, you know what? That was a little too close for comfort. I'm out. I'm done for the rest of the way. He, he gets his butt back in there after one play. They go down and score the game-winning touchdown. I mean, shoot, that, that's MVP stuff right there. Like, I give him a ton of credit for that. And then on top of that, we're talking about the offensive line. And when you talk about the offensive line, you talk about what the running backs were able to do today. The running backs ran for 205 yards. They caught the ball out of the backfield for another 99 yards. They had 304 yards of total offense for the running backs, for the three running backs. Okay. And that doesn't even include what Tyler Buckner was able to do on the ground. So maybe they didn't have their best game. Maybe they missed a few things here and there. But I'll tell you what, I'll take 304 yards for my running backs, and then you throw in uh, an additional 61 yards on the ground for Tyler Buckner. That's uh, that's a pretty good day at the office for he stands group. Man, I would I would like else? to I would like to echo your sentiment, Vince, about Jared Patterson. He was one of the guys that could have potentially opted out if he felt like it, right? I mean, he's yeah. going to go to the Senior Bowl, and he's going to be in the draft, obviously, and. He made a decision to play, and I respect him a ton for that, obviously, and he got hurt during the football game. I think someone said it was just a cramp, but either way, he had to come out of the football game, yeah. came back in. He had the battle for a player that had suffered through a lot of nagging injuries in his career and a bunch of, you know, just a bunch of durability concerns. You have to feel good about yeah. Jared Patterson ending this the way that he ended it. True yep. warrior on the football field. Completely agree. All right, let's jump back into this thing. Milton fan 15. Thanks for the super chat. Tyler Butner, a couple mistakes, but took the team on his shoulders, never gave up. And I'm so impressed with his resolve, game management, and unwillingness to quit. And maybe they said it on the broadcast. That's about the only thing I'm going to give them credit for. But at one point, they showed all the grass stains on his back. And that's never a good sign when it's a quarterback. That boy got lit up a few times. And he just hopped right back up. And in my opinion, pushed away any of the injury concerns, at least for this one game, because he pops right back up and he goes right at it and never gave up. And I, I mean, we've said it a bunch of times. He played well under pressure, and I give him a lot of credit for that. So, 
All right. Here we go. And uh, Michael Burke with the uh, interesting amount for the Super Chat. I do know why. 2006. And it says, BMO is a beast. So that's number 20 for Benjamin Morrison and his sixth interception of the year. So 2006 from Michael Burke. But thank you, Michael. And there is no doubt about it. There's a reason they weren't throwing to Benjamin Morrison's side of the field at all, except it was the end of the half and they didn't really have a choice. And he he could have made it 2061, right? 26 interceptions and one touchdown. Ooh. He owes us. I mean, you know. He owes us like a little over 50 cents. Just saying. All right. Thank you, Michael Burke. Appreciate it, oh, though, man. That was, that was good math there, Vince. 51 cents. Like it. <laughs> it said 50, about 50 cents. Obviously, okay. that's not accurate. It would be. It's 55 cents. Yeah. 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 yeah anyway. Double R's on a roll tonight. <laughs> I'm not, man. I'm tired. R- rough, man. You're, I'm a PE teacher. All right, PE teacher. They, they do math. They okay. do math in PE, don't they? Not really. Bowling. I need 12 over here. I need 12 over there. <laughs> <laughs> count out yourself. <laughs> the lines even. I don't know. The only mm. thing I count these days is suspension days. That's it. All right, and I only have to count to 10. All right, Nick Lane for uh, with the super chat. Thank you, Nick. Appreciate it very much. She says. Screw the Tyler Buckner haters. That kid is going to be great. And watch. He'll be our starter next year. The dude just needs time, and he just came back from an injury. Yep. I mean, I'm not going to predict that he's going to be the starter, but if he is a starter as a Notre Dame fan, okay, let's go. I mean, because, again, there's going to be a legit competition, and whoever wins that competition is going to be a dude, and Mm -hmm. it's going to be fun to watch next year. So. Either way, I am a happy man, but thank you, Nick, for the super chat. Really appreciate it. Milton fan with another one. Thank you, Milton fan. So happy for Marcus Freeman, Notre Dame. A lot to look forward to. Agreed. Very much so. Dino Bambino with another super chat. Our D only gave up seven points in the second half with all the injuries we had, and Morrison wasn't out there. How are people disappointed in the defense? I mean, I think you're think you're disappointed with the initial game plan, right? And what they look like in the first half. But I agree right. with you completely. Dino you know, you know, 23, just fun to say. I know, right? Um, <laughs> right off the tongue. I mean, they came out. They had great adjustments the second half. And the defense played well. So you have to love how the defense ended the night. Yep, absolutely. Second half was was fantastic by the defense. So I had no reservations about, uh, about Rattler going down the field from the 12 yard line to score the game tying touchdown. Like I'd never thought that that was even a remote possibility. So until flags started flying and I thought that Notre Dame was going to get a personal foul. But other than that, all right, next up James Bucker. I think I've said this one before. So thanks for another super chat. Let me clarify. I loved our offensive line and I just didn't think that they were good in the pass protection, but I love our team. Yes. They were very resilient too. All right. Appreciate that, James. Thank you for, uh, and I think we agreed with you as well. I mean, we're with you 100%, James. So, but thank you very much for the super chat. Christopher O'Kiki. I like that. O'Kiki. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, hey, guys, go Irish. I feel good. Thank you, Christopher. We feel good too. And that's the way you should feel after that game. Thank you very much. Next up, Mike Farino with the super chat. Congratulations from this OSU fan. Are we assuming Ohio State or Oklahoma State? Confuse the crap I'm out of me Ohio last State, year. Probably, probably, probably Ohio, Ohio State. State. Yeah. Also, was it just me or did the announcers sound defeated when South Carolina failed to convert at the end of the game? <laughs> it was uh, Stinchcomb, right? Was, wasn't yeah. that who it was? Yeah. 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 
Yeah, most announcers are defeated when Notre Dame isn't beaten. So not overly surprising. That's we forgot to mention that, guys. Yeah. That was a that was a road game. Mm-hmm. Oh. Absolutely. That was a road game. That was a comeback on the road. Good point. That yeah. was a road game. Because South Carolina is only what four hours from three and three and a half from Jacksonville. Yeah. It's right well, I mean, the border's right there. Yeah, they showed the the crowd on numerous occasions, and yes, there were some Notre Dame fans, but mm-hmm. they were outnumbered game. four to one. I mean, yep. by the way, uh, by the way, the SEC is now one and four in bowl games so far. Just putting that out there. I'm glad that Notre Dame could be a part of that stat. Just <laughs> yes, put that out there. So. Good stuff right there. But thank you very much, Mike, for the Super Chat. Kevin Carter is next on the list. Thank you so much, Kevin, for the Super Chat. I'm sorry. I thought as a total there were a lot of plays that were blown up and Tyler turned it into something. No way Pine could have been as dynamic to make those plays. Yes, there were mistakes, but winners show up for game time. I'll let you guys take this one. Yeah, I mean, I... 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 I don't want to, I don't want to just throw shade on Drew Pine, right? Like that's right. not why I'm here. But I will say this, Kevin, because I do agree with you. I think that if if this team fell behind 21 to seven with Drew Pine at quarterback, and who knows what it would have looked like, right? Maybe it looks a little different. Maybe there's not a pick six in there, and whatever. I don't think that they fight back as well as they can with Tyler Buckner because I just think there's more explosive plays possible with Tyler Buckner. There's more dynamic ability. So I think Drew Pine, when things are great around him, could be a really good, serviceable quarterback to that system, right? But I do think that when the chips are against him, I think that he will struggle to pull a team back. That's, so I'll put it like that. So, yeah, I think he would have struggled. I think Notre Dame would have struggled to win this game with Drew Pine. I do. I mean, anything could have happened. You know, sure, of course, you throw in Drew Pine, South Carolina could have thrown a couple of pick sixes. I mean, any tip balls, anything could have happened, right? Right. <clears throat> but I will say this, and Ryan pointed it out earlier, man. Um, Tyler Buckner just being in the game just gave South, Car- South Carolina a lot more to have to honor than other teams had to do with the Notre Dame offense this year. Yep. There was That's a, a lot. Yeah. There was a lot that they had to pay a, a mm-hmm. lot more to pay attention to. With Tyler Buckner, he commands that attention. Yeah, like even even coming off an injury, because I think they disrespected him. They didn't expect him to run the ball as much, and I think once he started getting out the back door a little bit in the second quarter, now they have to pay attention to that. Like right. once they got into the red zone, he was like, "Oh, cool, I'm pulling this." Like it was almost <laughs> like he he was like, "Don't worry, I'm pulling this. We're uh, we're in the red zone." But yeah, I I think you know. Tommy was happy. Mm-hmm. I think this was what the probably the most fun Tommy's had as a play caller all year in this yeah. game. If you yeah. asked him that off the record, he probably would tell you, "Heck yeah, it was this was fun as hell." Like he he probably would tell you, even with the interceptions, this was fun. They put up forty five points, man. <laughs> they put up forty five points yeah, and probably point. left ten on the field. That's all there is to it. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay, so thank you, Kevin, for the Super Chat. Really appreciate it. Here we go. JP, next up. JP, thank you for the Super Chat. You can rip Tyler Reese for end zone pick six, but what a call on that last touchdown. The best Notre Dame offense has looked all year. Can't wait for Hartman versus uh, Tyler Buckner, QB, what the QB room looks like. 
assuming right. Hartman obviously is in there. You know, all I, I I love that tight end throwback we put in the oh. chat, right? I mean, when it when I coached, up so perfectly. It really was. When I coached, we used to call that double cannon. I don't know exactly why, but we used to call it that play. And I mean, everyone and their mother thought that Notre Dame was going <laughs> to run the ball there, right? So off a of play yes. action, you saw Mitchell Evans sell the block, sell the second level block, and then just leak out the backside. Easy touchdown, right? And yeah, tremendous call at that time. And it was uh it was it was the the key misdeception there, right? Like you, oh. the misdirection was fantastic, and it was a it was a really good call at that point in the game. And it was so well executed, like you said, by Mitchell Evans, because when that play gets called for you and you're the tight end, sometimes you can have a tendency to leave a little early, not really sell the block. He almost waited too long. Uh, I mean, he sold that block for a while, and then he almost blocked somebody on the second level as he was uh, departing to go across the formation and was still wide open. And obviously, Tyler Buckner almost underthrew him because he was so wide open. But, I mean, it was a great play call, and there's no doubt about it. And I love the fact that they showed Tommy Reese the replay of how he responded to that call. Because mm-hmm. you could watch him looking at Mitchell Evans, like, okay, okay, okay. Oh my God, it's wide open! <laughs> like it was, like it was, it was a great play call. I mean, give credit where it's due. We will bang on him for throwing the ball, which led to a pick six. But I'm going to give him credit for that call. You know, I'm going to give him credit for that call. And uh, Mitchell Evans came into the night with no catches on the season, <laughs> right? And he had three catches and a touchdown tonight, right. going in for uh, Michael Mayer. So and good Michael for Mayer Mitchell called Evans it as well. On the sideline, he's like, he look did, out for number man. 88. Like, I tell him all the time, you're going to be a guy. And look, he's no one will ever be Michael Mayer. Sure. But you can win a lot of games with Mitchell Evans as your as your number one tight end. He's a big boy, man. He's a yes. big guy. Absolutely. <laughs> he's like, he was flexing in the end zone. I'm like, that's only a sophomore, too. That's yeah. wild, man. He's a big boy. There's a ton of youth in that tight end room, by the way. So <laughs> get used to the tight end room still being special, folks. All right, next up, David Carpenter with the $12 Super Chat. have a feeling that's for TB12. Tonight, TB12 gets coffee because coffee is for closers. I'm more of a TB12 fan than I was this morning. Some people around here can find a manure pile in any meadow. Let's just cheer for our quarterback. <laughs> that is great. I've not, I don't think I've ever heard of that. He gets coffee because coffee's for closers. I Maybe I've been living under a rock, but I love that saying. That's well done. I'm going to have a cup of coffee after I get off here because coffee's for closers. (laughs) Coffee's for closers, baby. Oh, that is fantastic. I'm going to remember that one. All right. uh, Let's see here. So thank you, David, uh, for that super chat. Really appreciate it. Next up, Joel. I'm sorry. Just one ND gal. 2022 is the super chat amount. Those SEC boys thought Notre Dame boys were soft. T-Buck, Lindsey, Diggs showed different. Could not agree more with you, gal. Uh, that was there, there's no doubt who the tougher team was. I mean, just watch Notre Dame on offense there towards the end of the game and what they were able to do running the football. Notre Dame was a tougher team. They were more well conditioned, and you can talk about the depth chart at South Carolina, and it's a legit conversation. But at the same time, Notre Dame just kept pounding and pounding and pounding. And South Carolina was looking for any way to tap out. So mm-hmm. you're absolutely right, gal. I appreciate the super chat. You're getting yelled at in the chat, Vince. Apparently it's from a movie, but I don't know the movie. Just so. one ND gal? 
Oh, the oh, the coffee comment. Yes, yeah. coffee's for closers. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Well, let us know what movie that is because I'm not in Gl- the chat right Glengarry now. So. Glenn Ross. Glengarry Glenn Ross. I don't That's know the that movie. Is, but I've never yeah, heard of that movie. Heard. So okay, all right. I like I watch a lot of movies too. All right. Anyway, Rally Q with the super chat. Thank you very much, Rally Q. Appreciate it. I feel like I'm occasionally seeing running backs put into plays that don't fit their play style. Do you think this is due to just trying to run specific plays regardless of who's in or trying to trick the D? Love the win. Go Irish. He's probably referring to Chris Tyree running between the tackles there towards the end of the game. Um, at least that's what stuck out to me. What do you, let's say you guys. I, you know, my response to that is I can see that. Um, do we have anybody that can like make a cut without slowing down? Going to the outside, <laughs> like because it's just yo, and maybe that's what Jadarian Price or like Jeremiah Love is going going to bring. But I think Chris Tyree, to me, he's. I'm trying not to be disrespectful. He just doesn't look like a natural runner, to me. He just he doesn't look his, like a his natural, balance isn't great either. Yeah, great he doesn't look like a natural running back to me, and and maybe it's because he really hasn't been utilized a lot, or maybe he's not being utilized the right way. I don't know, you know, I don't know, because I'm I, I guess I could be nitpicking at this point, but <laughs> I I mean I understand, I understand. Like yeah, I wouldn't exactly be running duo with uh, I think oh the way. Brian and I were watching, we're talking about this last night, Ryan. I would love to see Chris Tyree use the way they use Bucky Irvin hmm. mm-hmm. and Orton. Because they're pretty much the same size. They are. Style runner. Like, and most of the stuff for him is like counters where he can hide behind two linemen pulling. And it's going to the weak side of the formation, so he has room to either pounce it outside or go in between the tackles, give him two ways to go. I was like, okay, this is the way I would like to see Chris Tyree use. Mm-hmm. But, hey, the kid runs hard. I think he ran inside and ran hard today, you know. But what was up with that spot in the fourth quarter? Like, estimate drug people pass the first down yes. yard and they spotted them like a full uh, yard. <laughs> I, I put it in the chat. I was like, well, that was a terrible spot. And, like, nobody responded. I was like, well, maybe I'm crazy. Yeah, I dude, know. I was, you were right. You were right. Yeah, you were spot on. It, you <laughs> like, were spot on. It was like, what's going on? Even Marcus Freeman was like. There yeah. was some short. There was some weird short yardage stuff, man. Like, that weird spot. Notre Dame ran a quarterback sneak on third and three and got it. I'm like, what? I don't know what that? that was. Did That's, you see? Okay, that was a ball. Like, I realized they got it, but that yeah. was a ballsy call. Like, we were giving Notre Dame crap for running the sneak with Mitchell Evans from a yard away, <laughs> right. right? And they ran yeah. his quarterback sneak yes. three yards out and yes. picked it up. Like, how, how about the quarterback sneak where Buckner delayed and ran and off went, tackle? Went <laughs> like, off, nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> That was smart. Yeah, I secretly was. wanted a quarterback to do that like my entire life. Like that was smart. Man. That was awesome. That was awesome. I, you know, my 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 favorite fake quarterback sneak of all time was the Buffalo Bills did one where literally I, I forget who the quarterback was at the time. He picked the ball, took one step like he faked, and then he pitched it out to Willis McGahee, who went around oh. the end for like a 40-yard touchdown. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Or like fourth and one. Absolutely wonderful. 
I was hoping Tyler Buckner was just going to keep running. Like that would have been a touchdown. Like that would have been even better. Like sneak <laughs> someone, around the outside and boop, gone. Someone just said tonight was a step back for Notre Dame. My lord, what are Buck, we doing, man? Bye. I, I put I'm putting them in. In I'm putting Jeez. them in timeout. I am. Oh, you're nicer than I would be. All Good right, mind. here we go. Cal with the super chat. Irish fans, quit complaining about Reese. He did a good job. I agree. And we've talked mm-hmm. about it ad nauseum on the show already. One play call terrible. It was bad. It was, it was not necessary. Hand it to seven. All right. Otherwise, it's seven the other direction, and that's what happened. But other than that, I thought it was a good play. I thought it was a good game plan. So, yeah. I'm with I mean, you, Cal. We're always going to hyper focus on the couple yes. bad calls, right? And especially when one of them was an atrocious call that you could have put the game away, right? Like that. Mm-hmm. We're never. I'm never going to lie about that, right? Like that that play on the goal line after Ultra Casamay just had a 20 something yard run. It's a terrible call. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Just run the football, man. The clock's in your favor as well. Just run the ball. Right. Game's going to be over. You're going to be up by two scores after that drive potentially, right? Like the game is going to be over with. Terrible call. But right. for the most part. Talk about get scheming guys open in the past game. Tommy Reese did that. The diversity in the run game was fantastic. So yeah. from a full scope, I thought Tommy Reese called maybe the best game I've ever seen him call. It was just we're going to hyper-focus on those one right. or two atrocious calls. And I get it. I get it. Trust me. I get it. And look, I, I don't even think that there's a perfect called game out there. Like, I don't know if that even exists, to be honest with you. But the bad call was – like you said, we're hyper-focusing on it because it was a pick six. Can you imagine the vitriol that would be coming forth towards us if that was they were going in to tie the game or if they were going in just to win the game, like it was a tie game, they were going in to win, and then it's a pick six? Like, ooh, the vitriol would be serious, gentlemen. But that was not the case, so we can all be happy about that. All right, Joe Medina. Is next on the list. Thank you very much for the super chat, Joe. Can fans please stop with the Hartman talk? He's thrown 26 picks the past two years playing against teams. Notre Dame has beat nearly 30 consecutive times. I mean, those are facts. I mean, the 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 picks and the in the uh, those are facts. Right? Throw two pick sixes in one game, if I'm not mistaken. This oh, isn't that interesting? I'm just saying. wait. Quarterbacks do that. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Even with even if they're a five year starter? Huh. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. But thanks, Joe. Appreciate the super chat very, very much. He, he was he was on QB one though. So it's all, he was. It's all good. He was. He good. grew a full, full friggin' beard as a senior in high school, which is pretty impressive. Anyway. All right. Adam Shipley, thank you for the super chat. Jordan Batelho looked great at the Viper. We talked about Jordan Batello in our group chat, gentlemen. Your thoughts on Mr. Batelho. Yeah, I mean, I I I picked the Viper position to be one of like the breakouts, I guess, one of the kind of X factors for the game. And I thought it would be a little bit more of a market share as far as like different guys kind of playing that spot a little bit more. But Jordan Mattello got a large portion of the snaps and what do you have? A couple sacks and a bunch of pressures in this football game, right? So, I mean, look, man, Jordan Mattello is a dynamic athlete in my opinion. I think he's an NFL level athlete on the defensive side of the football. The question is, can you depend on him? And right. where does he fit best? Those sure. are the two things, right? Because he's played inside linebacker. He's played Rover. He's played Viper. I think he found his home tonight. And Agreed. I'm excited to see him with a full offseason of development. Hope we can depend on him next year because I think Jordan Patello can bring a lot of juice to that Viper room. I really do. He's athletic. It's all get out. Yeah, go, it Sean. Was, it was fun to see 
someone come off the edge, threaten the outside, and then discard and come back inside and get the sack. Like, oh, <laughs> wow. Wait a minute. Someone actually can counter, can stop the pass rush, counter, and come back inside. It was good to see. And you can see, like, you can see the foundational things that he can really be effective at that position in a full offseason, like Ryan said. Like, it's up, it, of course, it's up to the individual, but you, you can see the talent is there. And we've suspected that the talent was there. And to see it play out the yeah. way it did, huge. Big sack in the second half by that kid. He played very oh, yeah. well. Yeah, and I think even Junior on the last series got pressure on one of those plays and forced Spencer Rattling to the outside or back to the middle. I think he ended up scrambling for like five or six yards. Right. Forced him back. And then Riley Mills came up big, you know, pressuring the quarterback. It, look, you saw the youth showing up in different ways in this game. It was really fun to watch. It really yeah. was. Yeah, well, and that, I mean, you mentioned that sack by Riley Mills. Holy crap. Like, tackled him from behind. I mean, mm -hmm. Rattler thought he was clear of Riley Mills and got taken down from behind. I mean, and he was so surprised that he just tried to chuck the ball away and obviously led to intentional grounding. But that, I mean, that was a huge play because I just have a feeling if he was able to set his feet and throw the ball, he was going to find somebody open because that's what happens when you scramble around and guys are able to break off their routes and somebody's always open. And yeah. Rattler has a hell of an arm. And, you know, that's where he kills you is when he's outside the pocket, right? That was a, yeah. that was a huge, huge play by Riley Mills. I don't think enough people appreciate just how special of a play that was too, because not only is it a great effort and a big play during that football game, but Riley Mills is almost 300 pounds guys. Yeah. Like that is an insane amount of athleticism to be able to make that play. Like no doubt again, Riley has not gotten near his ceiling in my opinion. Hopefully next year he's able to, but yeah. it was a great sign and he's got a lot of tools to work with. Hopefully he can take it to the next level. Absolutely agree. All right, next up, another one from Kay Grant. Thank you very much, Kay Grant. Says, just hashtag Freeman era. Can't say I disagree, man. Like, I'm excited for the Freeman era. Two. John Faulkner. Thank you for the super chat. Notre Dame showed resilience tonight. Kept fighting when things got hard. Tommy Reese called a good game. Tyler Buckner played hard. Estimate is a beast. The future mm -hmm. is bright in South Bend. Thank you, Irish Breakdown, for another great season. Thank, Thank you, John. You, John. Appreciate yep. that very much, man. It's because of you guys that I'll, I'll take the Brian role right now. It's because of you guys that this is what it is. And uh, we're able to bring in, you know, Sean and Malik and, and the College Football Nation crew and, you know, the whole thing. It's because you guys make us successful. And I'm not going out on a limb here to tell everybody that 2022 was the best year that Irish Breakdown has had up to this point. We just keep growing. Hopefully we can continue that in 23 and that's only because of what you guys in the chat and people listening on the podcast and all of it. It's because of you guys and we appreciate the family that we've been able to build here at Irish breakdown. And uh, I love it. Frankly, uh, I love that. I don't have to sling mulch at home Depot anymore. And I get to just <laughs> talk Notre Dame football with these guys and that you guys get to be a part of the conversation. So thank you, John. And thank you everybody else in the chat as well. It's definitely a much better way to make a little money, right, Vince? Yeah, man. For, with you and your 17 kids. So no kidding. Yeah, you know, no kidding. Uh, Brian told me how much money I made uh for the year. I was like, what? Are you kidding? That's awesome. All right. I just, <laughs> just gone. Like I had no idea. It doesn't feel any different. 
like that went under the Christmas tree or, you know, to gas in the car or, or whatever, you know, school fees. Yeah, exactly. Trying to buy a new wardrobe because I mean, this is how I'm used to going to school. And now I actually have to look like an adult, which is not cool. It's not fair. I, I, I learned a lesson this year, guys. I don't, <laughs> I don't tell, I don't tell my wife how much money I make or else she takes it all. So that's, that's the lesson I made. <laughs> it just goes right in the bank account uh, for me. And so oh, I don't even man. see it. It is what it yeah. is. So anyway, but thank you guys. Appreciate it very much. All right, next up, Zach Martin. Thank you very much for the super chat. The lack of second half adjustments has been an issue all year. Let's give credit where it's due. They adjusted. No doubt they did. I mean, both sides of the ball, they adjusted too. I think that that was, mm -hmm. I mean, even special teams wise, right? Because special teams first half, I think that South Carolina had the clear advantage. Second half, you make that big play, you get a couple penalties called on South Carolina. So I think all three phases of the game really stepped up in the second half. Yep. Could not agree more. And then John Pertucci, I just happened to see this one, and it goes right along with this. Um, it, thank you for the super chat, John. He says Drew doesn't win the game, win that game. Okay, entitled to your opinion. That's cool. But he says the D gave up seven in the second. Good adjustments. Okay. Absolutely agree with that. Thank you for the super chat, John. Really, and I, I don't necessarily disagree with your first statement, but I just don't want it to be a, a Drew hate show. All right. Uh, George Delaney with the super chat, and he did have a comment here following, but thank you, George, very much. He says, this is the kind of win that a national championship team usually has once or twice. If you haven't experienced anything like it, get used to it. It's big boy football, fellas. Okay. I like it. We'll take that. I mean, most, team, most teams before they hit their peak, they need to hit some adversity, right? And this yeah. was a lot of adversity tonight. I think you need to figure out how to win those types of games. So I agree, George. I hope that it's now moves to that direction, right? Like, I hope that, but <laughs> you do need to win these types of football games. I agree completely. Yeah, and 23 is going to be a fun year. That's I'll say that. All right, let manager one. I'm going to go with that. From Canada, thank you for the super chat very much. Hopefully, Batelho can build off this game. I'll just go back to our comments about Jordan. Hope you're right, because he could be real special at that Viper position. Sean Hartman, very cool. Uh, thank you for the super chat. I don't, uh, I don't get how people are ready to move on from Buckner kid balled out, took shots, made mistakes, and he never let it get to him. Something to be said for that fellas. There is, you need, I mean, I love quarterbacks that have that even keel personality, right? You're never too high. You're never too low. And I think that some quarterbacks, Sean, for me, like they throw a couple interceptions, a couple things are going their way. They sulk, right? They get their head down or they start yelling at their teammates and, that's not Tyler. And I think that that did show yeah. a lot of character tonight on his part. You said it better than anybody can say it. Yeah. And he is, yo, what he did tonight was commendable. Absolutely commendable. Mm -hmm. Like, I was. Sorry about that. I would <laughs> venture. I tried to mute this. Like, I get you. Uh, I would venture to say that. A great percentage of the quarterbacks would have wilted mm -hmm. under what he had to go through tonight to become a, to be successful. Like he overcame a lot in one game, just one game, and then you add on what he's tried, what he's had to overcome just this year from injury. Dude, incredible, incredible game, yep. incredible game by that kid. No question about it. 
All right, big super chat here from Dolly Madison. Dolly Ooh. took uh, some time off from the War of 1812 to jump into our super chat. Really appreciate that, Dolly. Uh, who needs Hartman when we have Buckner? Hey, we'll hey, we'll see what happens, right? We'll we'll see what oh, happens. We we'll have a lot uh, of time to talk about it. A lot of time. Yes, we will have a lot of time to talk about it. But thank you, Dolly. Really appreciate the super chat. Well, Ryan, he might not know math, but he sure does know his American history. <laughs> what i taught you know before i was a pe teacher so uh you know if it wasn't for dollar madison we wouldn't have our george washington uh portrait from the white right, so, right. very true very true appreciate her <laughs> so thanks dolly appreciate that appreciate the super chat oh man all right milton fan thanks for the super chat do we know if brayden Lindsay is coming back When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. What, what do you, you got one on this one, uh, fellas? I think he put on his Instagram that he's not coming back, but I, yeah, I, I mean, he had, he had the six year potentially if he wanted it, but I, I don't think that there's anticipation that he's going to come back to my, yeah. to my understanding, but we'll see. I don't think he's made a actual announcement, but I could be wrong about that. I, I'm just happy that he goes out with a big, like a big play touchdown. Like, I, yes, happy he finally got one because he's been running open all season. And I just, again, I don't mean this to be a Drew Pine knock situation, but what I will say is if Tyler Buckner was the quarterback, Braden Lindsay might've been a thousand yard receiver. Mm-hmm. And I think somebody put that in the chat earlier. So I don't want to steal anybody's thunder. Uh, that might've been you, Sean. Did you say it? Somebody said it in our chat, I think, uh, during the game, but. No, I mean, I've all, we've always felt, we talked about the number of touchdowns we felt like he would have okay. had this year. Yardage. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but oh, I that, definitely think that um I, that Marshall game, man, he would have had like 200 yards receiving if if there was a couple, you know. Was, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Absolutely. So, all right. Let's see here. Next up on the list, I was trying to watch what you sent me, uh, Ryan. And I was just not not able to do that. So here we go. Super chat here from Corey Ruth. Thank you very much, Corey. How does this Tyler Buckner performance make you feel about next year, particularly his pending off season? competition john go ahead sir yo the quarterback room got better today Mm -hmm. like i don't care who comes in right your quarterback room got better today and when kenny minchie comes in as an early entry it's going to get better and if you bring someone in look let me tell you something the quarterback that comes in whomever it is notre dame's making him better now, let's not get it twisted. The same way Notre Dame made Jack Cone better, 
<clears throat> Notre Dame, the players, the coaching staff, they're going to make that quarterback yep. better. So this is about Notre Dame. Agreed. And the quarterback room, in my opinion, was elevated today. Agreed. Mistakes and all. Mm-hmm. You saw development from what we saw against Marshall. Yep. You saw development from a young man. Yep. And I made a joke, uh, I think it was on IB Nation Sports Talk with Sean, about what Tyler Buckner could do in this game. And I made a joke about how, you know, he's going to be responsible for five touchdowns. I said four in the air and one on the ground. And, and, and people wanted to, you know, hang me in effigy. And that's exactly what he did. Now, the the it was three and two as opposed mm-hmm. to four and one. And he had the two pick sixes. Still responsible for five touchdowns. Like, let's I mean, be was, honest. Here. He was responsible that's, for seven touchdowns, technically. Well, but. that's a fair statement. He was responsible for seven. Uh, but, you know, he played well, right? He played well. He put the team on his shoulders. He did a good job. The competition is going to be off the chart. Whoever they bring yep. in, we know they're going to bring in somebody. Whoever they bring in, it's going to be one heck of a competition. And I'm Agreed. excited for it. I am. Because it's going to make whoever's the starter that much better. And yep. that's what I want as a Notre Dame fan. So yep. the, the worst possible the worst possible outcome is that whoever comes in here is just given the starting spot and they don't have to work for it, right? 100%. That doesn't make anybody better. To your hundred percent, and I don't see that being the case. Like I don't, I don't see a starting spot being promised, especially after tonight's performance. So, okay, Moriar Invictus, thank you for the super chat. I probably butchered that, so I apologize. Estime is the best back in the room, and it's not even close. Bus Junior. Mm, I wouldn't say it's not close. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's not close either. I, it is my opinion. I do think that he is the best back right now because we haven't seen Jadarian Price, obviously, at this point, right? But I do think he's the best back in the room. But I do think that there's – it's not a big gap if there's any right. gap, right? Like, Logan Diggs is pretty dang good too. So, right. yeah. Yo, dude, Logan Diggs, the, the, the touchdown reception, and look, he made an incredible move on that screen pass to avoid yep. one defender and almost popped it. Yep. The guy got him by the leg. Otherwise, yep. he was going down the sideline again. His versatility is amazing. Yes. And the way he ran against Clemson, like if you really go watch Logan Diggs, he's run, he runs much more harder than he did last year. Like, yeah. look, Ryan. Even he, early in the season, Sean. Absolutely. Like, yeah. when you know, when you can tell that coaching is making a difference, a dramatic difference. Now, Dylan McCullough, like you can mm-hmm. talk about Brian Mason and give him love. You watch these running backs run. Dylan McCullough has made a world of difference. Yes, with that room, a world. No of yeah, no doubt, absolutely. And on the recruiting trail, but <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. we don't need to get into that just yet. But the running back room is going to be stacked. Over the next, oh, just few wait years. till ne- wait till next year, Vince. With all these guys coming back, and then you bring Jeremiah Love in the building as well. Yeesh, I know, man. I know, and they got the twenty four kid. They got the twenty four kid too. Like, yes, somebody's going to be leaving, and uh, <laughs> I'm going to be upset no matter who it is. Well, I fully team. expect I fully expect both guys to walk off into the sunset next year. Well, that's that's a good years. point. No, that's a good point. I do. Yeah. I expect both of them to have really good seasons. Yeah. And, right. and save, save, save their legs for yeah. the next level. Right. Mm-hmm. Because running backs is, of all the positions, running back, you've only got so many carries. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and I would, it would, it would be with blessing to, for them to go after their junior year. It really Mm -hmm. would. It really would. So, oh yeah, you don't, you don't want running backs to stay around for five years, right? Like you don't want that to happen. That usually means something bad did not, something did not go well. And the room is stacked. Like as a Notre Dame fan, you're like, Hey, thank you for everything you did for this team. It's time for the next stud to step in. You know what I mean? And that's what they have in that room. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. Marcus Freeman wants to be a run first offense. He's got the offensive line and the running backs to do it, man. Like, tell you, man, triple option coming soon. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I want them to line up one time in the wing, wing T, just one time, oh, just, God. just so Brian has a coronary. All right, here we go. Double Jules. tight, double wing, double tight, yes, double wing. Absolutely, like you know, six inch like splits, the whole thing. Like I want it all. All right, uh, Jules Mini. Thank you very much for the super chat, Jules. Very much appreciate it. Tommy Reese was feeling out an awesome car out of the shop. Once the rust was knocked off, they went for a ride. Mm-hmm. Nice analogy there about uh, our boy TB12. Nice mm-hmm. analogy. Thank you, Jules. Appreciate that very much. And thank you for the super chat. Next up is Michael Graves. No comment, but uh, a super chat. Thank you very much, Michael. Very, very much appreciate that. If you happen to see his a comment for him, we can throw it up later, Ryan. But thank you very much, Michael. Yep. Very much appreciate that. Joe Papadi, our buddy, uh, is also a baseball coach, so I appreciate that. Just want to say thank you for all the, for a great season. IB Nation keeps it real. Love you guys. Go Irish. Keep it real, IB Nation. Don't have to worry about that, Joe. We're always going to keep it real here at IB Nation. But thank you for always being around uh, around the, the chat and having a good time with us. <laughs> Vincent Stark. With the super chat for Vince to rent Glen Gary Glen Ross. Oh, also go Irish. I will. Sean, I'll have you seen this? Have you seen Glenberry Glen Ross? Have you seen it? I have not. I know of it, but I have not seen it. <laughs> no. I didn't even know of it. So you're ahead of the game for me. So I read a little synopsis about it, uh, you know, while we're doing the show, and it does not ring any bells for me. So I'll <laughs> yeah. have to watch it. That's what's that's what Christmas break is for, people. So watch movies. Thank you, Vincent. Great name, by the way, too. All right. Our buddy, Dino Bambino23, back in the house. Glengarry Glenn Ross, movies about salesmen. Al Pacino, Alex Baldwin, Kevin Spacey, Jack Lemmon, and Ed Harris. Just look up Alec Baldwin's speech. I mean, that's, you can't argue um, with the cast. I was about to say, that's a crazy cast, man. That is a nice cast right there. It's <laughs> wild. Can't, can't argue with the cast. I'm going to have to check it out now. Holy yeah. cow! There's some uh, OGs on that in that roster. That's uh, that's some good stuff. All right. Well, thank you, Dino Bambino. Appreciate that. Rally Q, fill in the blank. Buckner doesn't get injured, but still loses to Marshall. He starts game three and looks like what he did today. You feel blank about his future and potential for the rest of the season. Going in the time machine. So they're zero and two. They that lose to Ohio it. State. Yeah. They lose to Marshall. There is – Ryan, can you say there is something to be said for Tommy and Tyler both learning something during the time he was injured up in the booth? About each other, you mean? or About each other and about like – and even in the bowl preparation because I don't think – I think they put too much on his plate and too much on him early sure. and didn't rely – on the running game the way they should have 
early mm-hmm. on. And if they had taken that approach with Tyler, they probably they probably split. They have a great chance of beating Ohio State. Could have been 2-0, but they probably right. split. Mm-hmm. Right? So to see him play like this, I attribute some of the mistakes to Russ. I think he could have played even better. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if I'm filling the blank, he probably would have lit South Carolina up today if mm-hmm. he didn't get hurt. I yeah. agree. And, he, and they were just allowed to grow together as OC and quarterback. Oh, yeah, he he probably still win, wins MVP, but you take away some of the mistakes, Notre Dame probably puts up 50. It's, well, yeah. that's that's a really good point because in this hypothetical, obviously he's saying like, you know, he plays like he did today, but – I think you would make a good point, Sean. If he plays all season, I doubt he plays the way he played today. I think he'd be a lot more mistake free mm-hmm. and make some layups, Matt. Because, because like this is the thing, folks. If he can make the the throw to Braden Lindsay, the over route, some of the runs that he had, he can also make the routine stuff. That routine stuff doesn't happen because he's rusty, right? He hasn't played in yeah. two and a half. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think you're onto something, Sean. I think that he probably doesn't make some of those mistakes if he had played a full 12 game season if he had all that experience. So yeah. I think it's an imperfect well, question. But that's to be honest, the first two yeah. games, Jared Patterson wasn't himself. Sure. The offensive line was didn't not even great. Play the first they weren't great. And then finally they leaned on the offensive line because of the first half Drew Pine had against Cal. Like they just finally right. got to the point where like, you know what? You guys are gonna have to right. hey suck it up and carry this team. And mm-hmm. I wish they had just come out of the off. I mean, the off season with that approach. Yeah. At Ohio State, like, yo, we're gonna run the ball. We're gonna run the ball and be balanced. Like the dude, what the yardage was extremely balanced tonight, right? And it goes mm-hmm. back to what you said. What did he complete? How did he see his final stats? I know at some point he was fourteen for twenty six, but. Mm-hmm. You take away four or five of those easy balls that he probably would have made. Now you're talking about him completing like upwards of 60 to 63%, maybe one interception, a couple of more touchdowns he's probably responsible for. I mean, this is why him getting experience would have been fantastic, right? Because either way, this team, with or without him, probably would have finished up with eight or nine wins, right? If yep. we're being honest. Mm-hmm. It, would have, it was just that type of season. Yeah. Right? Um, he would have gotten better. Who's to say he wouldn't have been better against Stanford at home? Yeah. And puts up more than 16 yeah. points for a win. It's just it's a bunch of hypotheticals. Hypo- it's hypothet- very hypothetical. Yeah. But I truly believe with – I think – Look, Ryan made a great point, man. You saw something. It was almost like the handcuffs were taken off of Tommy in this game. Like, that jumps out. That's like, yo. And are, are we are we led to believe that it just happened randomly, that, that it was more diverse? Like, that's my thing, Sean. No. Like, it, no. I, I don't know. I, I know that we all like to dunk on Tommy and to, like, throw shade on him and stuff. And, and I get it, right? Because when – Tommy Reese calls a bad game. I have also been one of those people that have said that was a terrible game. You know, he called a bad game. He needs to get it together, right? But do I think that it's a coincidence that 
the run game has been super, super just complacent throughout the majority of the year and predictable. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he gets his quarterback back. And then all then all of a sudden you open up the playbook and you're starting to run not even just the quarterback run game stuff, but buck sweep, counter, different things like that. Like, am I led to believe that that just was ra- a random thing? Like, I think that those thing, two things are interrelated, in my opinion. That, you know, mm-hmm. it just I, I think it doesn't make sense if I'm just like, oh, no, that's that's, you know, that's just a random thing that he decided to open it up all of a sudden now, right? Like, it's just weird to me. Just weird. Wasn't it something in the text thread where you guys were debating whether or not uh, Tyler called an audible on his own? Yeah, on the touchdown run where he split everybody out Yeah, and then took the QB keep. Yeah. You know, I mean, like. He called something. I mean. <laughs> I don't think that was a. I don't. I don't believe personally that that was a call from the sideline because they weren't doing the scan offense. Thank goodness. Yeah. But it was. He noticed. He looked at the defense and he's like, "Hey, no, we're audibling. Let's go." And I feel like he called that, but I feel like he called his own number. But we'll see. I'm sure somebody's going to ask him about it. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, I'll just real quickly, I, what I will say to this question is I don't think they're playing South Carolina tonight if Buckner's a quarterback all season. I think they're playing tomorrow. Also, also I, don't, true. I don't think – now, in this scenario, they're 0-2 to start the game. So they're not playing in a Final Four game. No. But, but I like think a bigger probably, bowl. But I think they're probably six. playing Tulane. Okay. You know, I think they're, they're the at-large bid uh, in the New Year's Six. So – I, that's what I will say. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Brian Kelleher with the super chat. Thank you so much, Brian. No comment, but thank you, Brian. I appreciate that very, very much. Our guy, Joe, he's back. Joe Poppity says, enjoying this win with some Anora whiskey. Oops, wrong show. Seriously, Irish fans are their worst enemy sometimes. Enjoy the win and many more to come. Natty is not far off. Let's hope. I mean, I can see how you're positive going into the offseason. That's what I will say. Milton fan with the super chat. Did Rattler quit in the second half? He seemed off. No, that's just him. That's who he is. I mean, yes, the guy he got replaced with in Oklahoma won the Heisman Trophy the following year at USC. But he got benched for a reason because he's super inconsistent. Right? I mean, he is. He's got a ton of arm talent. He's got talent. There's no doubt about it but he's super inconsistent. He didn't quit. It's just, you know, he went to a gunfight with a knife. That's really what it comes down to for me. Was he did Ryan, but we mentioned everything that they went to early. When they finally had to just line up and play. Mm -hmm. Did he have enough of a rhythm Cause like everything was just out wide, out wide, quick, yeah. quick, 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 get the that. ball out, get the ball out. And then when he had to, had to actually drop back and make decisions, it seemed like, oh man, he just really struck. Clarence, I'll tell you what, that, I think the second to last drive or the last drive, Clarence Lewis made a fantastic drive on the ball. Oh. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to come away with a pick. Fantastic drive on the ball. But look, they found, and I think Wells – once he injured his – he got That's injured in the third quarter, yeah. and he wasn't the same. And that was a factor as well. So, mm-hmm. yep. yeah. Agreed. 
I mean, I, I think, I think it, I think this is the Spencer Rattler we've seen for years, right? Yeah. It's like hundred yeah. percent. He's incredibly yeah. talented. He'll make some throws that wow you when he's in rhythm. He's fantastic. He'll get the ball out quick, but when he has to work through progressions longer, when he has to hold the ball a little longer and pressure starts getting into his head a little bit, he misses throws. I mean, it was even like that little flat pattern where he just short armed in the yeah. second half, right? Like, yeah. It was just off because I just think he wasn't comfortable anymore. When he's comfortable, he's a real good player. When he's yeah. not, he isn't. It's just that's it. I mean, he had yeah, six yeah. touchdowns against Tennessee. I mean, yeah. he, he's got the ability to be really good. Heck no yeah. doubt about it. Yeah. He's just not consistent. And that will kill you as a quarterback. You know, and he's just not consistent. And when you get in his face and you get him off platform, and he's just not he's not good. So you got to give Notre Dame some credit for that. Vince, you know how that is, right? As a baseball coach, when you have a pitcher that's going and then finally someone lays down a bunt against an infield single and now he has to go to the stretch for the first time right. all day. Yes. And then he just loses his rhythm and you're like mm-hmm. trying you're to like, find a way to get him back into a rhythm. It's the same thing with quarterback, man. Yeah. Like at some point during the game, the defense is going to do something to take you out of your rhythm. And it just doesn't seem like he has shown that he can get back and, and respond and be resilient. Right. You know, um, I can't wait to see what Ryan has to say about him in the offseason if he does decide to go to the NFL. Because from a talent standpoint, I'm sure there are a lot of really good uh, quarterback coaches that feel like from a talent standpoint, yo, mm-hmm. I would love to get my hands on this kid. Right. But there's the other side of it. <laughs> you know, because I, I actually heard somebody utter, like, skill wise, he's. Equal to Mahomes, and I'm like, okay. Oh no! I just, oh, wow. I just, I just, I almost threw something. I said, okay, all right. You say it, so. He's got a strong arm. I mean, nobody's going to debate the fact he's got a strong arm. I mean, that's he's got, where, that's he's got a first round arm and passing ability, right? Yeah. But it's just it's everything else that goes around right. it. You know, the frantic play, the off the field yeah. stuff, the the yeah. decision making. Like, there's just a lot to unpack with Spencer Rattler, man. Absolutely. He is. Uh, he's not a guy that I would bet on, but we'll, we'll Somebody see. Somebody actually tweeted, uh, if the, if they switched the quarterbacks, Notre Dame would be winning this game easily. I'm like, really? I you you put some true sermon to Shane Beamer, and I can tell you right now, he's taking Tyler Buckner over. Spencer I'm like, Beamer. wait a minute, did Notre Dame not have four to five opportunities to like Shoot. get interceptions in this game? Like, what, on, what are we talking I mean, about? Can we, can we talk about that for a second, though? I mean, because how. <laughs> Let's think, right? I mean, so Rattler threw the one interception. DJ mm-hmm. Brown stepped in front of that one that and should have been a pick six, one. maybe. <laughs> like, there was yes. a couple more I remember. There was another was one that like, was tipped that just happened to fall. That Jay Oh, Mickey yeah. Jaden Mickey was like, ah. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. dude, Notre Dame had like four opportunities for interceptions. Like, and someone actually literally tweeted that at me during the game. And I'm like, wow. what are you like? And at this point, like Notre Dame had 38 points. I'm like, dude, <laughs> what are we talking about? Right. Like, this is moronic. It's I man, look. I'm I'm with you, Vince. Yeah. If you put some true serum inside of uh, the veins of uh, one Shane Beamer, you're right. You might get that answer. I think so. I mean, Even look, though his be- uh his comments post game were kind of uh Oh, I didn't hear those. Okay. Yeah, he kind of went down the line of, uh, you know, we were missing, you know, 12 guys of that played against Clemson. Like, dude. Okay. 
If that's the case, if you felt that bad, why did you come out with all the tricks you came out with? Right. He knew. And if you really felt like your team right. was like, come on, man. You know what? Look, our boy Spencer Rattler and the offense were responsible for let's see here. You got us they got 38 points, right? And you have yeah. to subtract 21 of those. Okay. So mm-hmm. that puts you at 17. So Spencer Rattler was responsible for 17 points. Now, they were in field goal range when they scored the fake field goal touchdown. I'll give him three. So he was responsible for 20 points. Okay? Tyler Buckner was responsible for 45. That's it. blank period. I mean, it it is what it is, man. But if you switch quarterbacks, Notre Dame's a much better team in the head in this game. Like, okay. okay. All right. All right. All right. (laughs) If that's the narrative you want to go with, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It is it's what it fine. is. Boys, I got a surprise for you. Oh, no. Dolly Madison is back. Dolly! I think, it, I think Dolly must have sold that, that uh, Dolly, you, painting. Because... Dolly got a lot of gift cards over Christmas, boy. She's I'm using telling all you, the $100 did, gift man. cards. <laughs> Jeez. Man, Dolly Madison, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your super chats, plural. Really appreciate that. Uh, it's it's a lot says, of Tyler, pause. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Dolly did it. Or Dolly. Wow. Tyler did his best as the others did uh, as well. For today, we all only have today. Give the kids a break. Next season will be here soon enough. You're not Agreed. wrong, Dolly. I appreciate your perspective. And uh, for your Notre Dame fix, just stay locked into Irish Breakdown because we'll get you there. We'll get you to spring ball. We'll get you through the summer. We'll get you to Ireland. That's what we're. That's where we're gonna get you. So, uh, yeah. You, Go ahead, Ryan. You know, you know a play that we didn't talk about, fellas. That someone just put in the chat that completely forgot about. Did you see that one play where it, I think Rattler was trying to pitch it forward and it went up in the air and then he caught it himself. Yeah, ran for like eight yards. Yeah, what the yeah, heck yeah, is yeah, happening, yeah, man? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. wild. I that was nuts. Uh, I that know. was nuts. I, the, the old Spencer Rattler, the more inconsistent Rattler, would have that ball would just pop up in the pop air in and the air, pick six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would have been great. That would have been great for uh, for uh, Notre Dame. That's for sure. Yeah. You know, wait a minute. What do you guys think? <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. Yo, I'm just sitting there like, man. 87 probably had to be like, where the heck was this offense all? Right. Right. <laughs> Like what the one game that I decide not to uh-huh. play in? Uh huh. Where was this version of TV? Seriously. <laughs> well, and and you know Shane Beamer. Like I said, I, I a lot of respect for Shane Beamer. But if in, in his post game he's talking about the guys they were missing, Notre Dame was missing dudes too, man. Like literal dudes. Two of the best they've ever had at yes. their positions. But right. Yeah. You're you're missing Foskey. You're missing Mayer. You're missing Adam Alola. You're missing Hart. Those are four pretty important pieces. So you're basically saying at some point during this game, Notre Dame was missing their top five defensive players? <laughs> or four to top five? <laughs> I mean, dude, like, facts are facts. I mean, he can make that excuse all he wants, and that's fine. He's probably, you know, he's got to oh, say man. stuff to get his team fired up. I get it. But, like, Notre Dame can say the same stinking thing. You know, Marcus Freeman could have said that in his post-game remarks, too. Like, hey, we just put a 45 spot up on on uh, an SEC team, and we didn't have our best offensive player from the entire season. And the kid that started 10 games for us at quarterback. 
So, you know, say what you want to say. But anyway, I digress. John Monty with the Super Chat. Thank you very much. I think they play a hell of a game to throw that uh, INT to leading them to the win. Was unbelievable. Go Irish. Did I I read that right? I'm not sure. Yeah, I think you read it right. I'm just sorry, John. I'm not really following if you would have. Put a follow up. I'm <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. John. Going, I think he's saying going from that interception okay. to leading them um, up to the win. Oh, gotcha. Back, back yeah, to resilience. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Back to resilience. Yeah, Agree, yeah, John. Yeah, yeah. Agree. Yeah. Thanks, John. Appreciate that. And I agree completely. Thank you very much. Uh, and I feel like this account was just made tonight. Coffee's for closers. Thank you very <laughs> much for the super chat. Appreciate that. I feel good about today and the youth movement, but do you see anyone in the quarterback room that can get it done against Alabama, Georgia, or Ohio State? Yes, is the short hey, answer. The quarterback that played today almost beat Ohio State. Right. True. Good call. I mean, yes. Yeah. I do. Because I, I felt so. like with, with different play calling in that game, they could have beaten Ohio State this year. Yeah. And no I, th- I think when we get into the spring, there will potentially be three quarterbacks in the room that could do that in the future. So we'll yeah. see. But somehow, some way, other people will probably say that Steve Angeli is leading the uh, quarterback competition. You know. He's just got a cool name that you can put with peanut butter. That's it. All right. Here we go. Adam Shipley. All the pine hate. We were 0-2 before him. Thank you for writing the ship, and good luck at Arizona State. No doubt. Hey, we have given props to Drew Pine plenty for what he was able to do as a quarterback at Notre Dame. He started 10 games. He went eight and two. It could have been a lot worse. There's no doubt about it. And I will always respect Drew Pine for who he was while he was at Notre Dame. And that's great. I hope he has a bunch of success at Arizona State. And you know why I think I hope he has a bunch of success at Arizona State? Because that will have nothing to do with Notre Dame. Because Arizona State will never be on the level of Notre Dame. And so I hope he has all kinds of success out in the Pac-12 for the Sun Devils because it will in no way impact what Notre Dame is doing. So, I mean, some people just confuse hate with the right actual context. Mm-hmm. Could not agree more, my friend. I, mean, look, I, I don't know what else. I think we've been pretty kind to Drew Pine at Irish Breakdown this season. Honestly. I, mm-hmm. I think we've been kind. I agree. I And we've given him props when he deserved it. 100%. Like, no doubt about it. We've given him props when he deserved it. And we criticized his game when it was deserved. Okay? Yeah. I mean. and Oh, my, Adam said hate in the chat. He just said there's hate. Oh, awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. I appreciate that, Adam. Yeah. Thank you for, for clarifying. It's, it's pushing 10 o'clock here Eastern time. I'm getting a little delirious. So thank you. <laughs> Very much. It's been a long day. Jules with another super chat. Thank you very much. It goes, dudes. That was my point about the rust. I had to pull in the car scenario. It was good. It, it was great. Appreciate that very much. And thank that you was pretty seconds. good, man. That was a good Wayne's World right there. <laughs> thank you. That was that was a good great movie. It's a great movie. It's one of my favorites. I'm not gonna lie. I haven't seen it in a long time either. All right. Uh, super chat here from Clayton Cassidy. Wild game. I'll take the W. Happy New Year to the IB team. Thanks for all you guys do. Cheers to 23 and the title run. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. And thank you very much. I appreciate, we appreciate the compliment. And uh, we hope you guys are going to stick with us starting tomorrow because tomorrow begins the off season. And uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. 
There's going to be a lot of stuff to talk about. I will say that. A lot. <laughs> All right. Tyler Evans with the Super Chat. Uh, and at the moment, we're going to finish it off with two Super Chats from Tyler. Tyler says, I thought Shane Beamer was going to get ejected when JD got blindside blocked. One thing I will say about Shane Beamer, he's an emotional cat on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. And I have utmost respect for that. I have no problem with that. That's how I am. I'm an emotional dude on the sidelines too. So I have no problem with that. He was fighting for his guys. And at that point, he knew his guys weren't going to be able to go down the field and score. And that's what I put in the chat uh, with uh, the Styerses was that, look, it, it's kind of like when a coach gets teed up in basketball. You know what I mean? He picked mm-hmm. a perfect part or a perfect spot in the game. It was the end yeah. of the half. They weren't going to be going down and scoring anytime soon go nuts. You know what I mean? Go nuts because you just proved to your team that you give a crap about them and that you're willing to go the extra mile. I have no problem with it whatsoever. All right. Uh, And Tyler Evans, once again, like I said, he's going to give us our last one. I do believe he goes last super chat for me. How are all those people looking to pick South Carolina to win? Including Lou Holtz. Did he really? I thought that was yeah. a joke when somebody told me that. I don't think so. I think oh, he picked Lou. him. Yeah. It was like, what What do you say, 34, 27 or something like that? Something. Yo, I woke up, and I forget what I was watching, but they said in a matter of like 10 hours, Notre Dame went from like a two-point favorite to like five and a half. Hmm. Like, it's just huge amount of money came in on Notre Dame. And I was like, hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Vegas is uh Vegas is on something right now. Mm-hmm. They were begging people to pretty much go the other way. Like, we're please go take South Carolina in these points. But I don't man, I'm everybody was picking South Carolina. Like every everybody on every network that I saw pretty much was like, yeah, their starting quarterback is going to Arizona State. Michael Mayer is out. Da, 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 da. Like Notre Dame doesn't have any other players. Notre Dame doesn't have SEC speed. Right. Oh, 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 oh. oh. just it, we're still gonna hear it, guys. We're gonna hear that until Notre Dame wins the national championship. I'm gonna go load up that Logan Diggs run on a nice little GIF, like <laughs> a, SEC speed. Oh. Oh, that should be fun. Look That's horrible. Oh, man, it's so much, you know, of course, because I'm sure all of us would go and watch this game a second and a third time. Sure. And something else will jump out to us that we can pick at concerning the SEC. So, Absolutely. Well, did we just Did we just wear an SEC team down? Yeah. Did we just physically wear them down? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And, but last time I checked, the SEC was, what, one in four, fellas, in bowl <laughs> games? I mean, the big ones are still coming. Just saying. One in four. And I picked K-State to beat Alabama, just saying. So we'll see what happens here, gentlemen. But let's wrap this thing up. Let's put a nice you, tidy you picked bowl. K-State to beat Alabama? You gosh darn right I did. Hmm. Yeah, man. How many points did you get on that one? <laughs> money line, baby. I'll go money line. Oh, you went money line. Okay. Yeah. Okay. See, Alabama doesn't want to have anything to do with that game. They don't want to be there. They don't care. They don't want to um, I don't know, Vince. <laughs> I don't know. Those we'll two see. dudes decided to play. I don't know. I didn't put any money on it. It was just my prediction for the site. So uh, just saying. All right. So uh, let's put a bow on this thing, fellas. 
Notre Dame gets the victory. We can bask in the glow of a win all the way until uh, the end of August or early September, whenever that Ireland game is against Navy. We got spring ball. We got the offseason. We got a ton to talk about here at IB Nation. So make sure everybody you tune in, hang with us in the offseason, folks, because I guarantee you there's going to be breaking news to discuss. And if you want the truth, and if you want the real deal, this is where you come. Come to IB Nation. We're going to have IB Nation Sports Talk Monday through Thursday at 6 o'clock. Always, we'll have uh, Brian and Ryan and Sean doing their thing uh, in the afternoons. Guys, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a great offseason. Spring ball is going to be here before you know it. We're going to be at practices. Brian will be at practice with us. Sean will be coming in for practice. It's going to be fantastic. I get to go to the Blue Gold game this year because i'm not coaching baseball life is fantastic because notre dame won tonight so may say k always uh helping us out here join the message board hit the like button subscribe hit the notification bell share this podcast and leave a five-star review visit the ib store for that special vince white hoodie right here and the white hat you got to go icy white all the way through but as always Sean and Ryan and for Brian because he was here for a moment as well. Go Irish. And we oh, see that, that was a perfect ending. And then we got another super chat. Thistlemore Pottery. Thank you for the super chat. Does Tyree stay or leave? Doesn't seem like he gets a ton of touches. I hope he's happy here. Ryan, what say you? We'll, we'll see. I don't want to comment on it. If it if that's what he chooses, that's what he chooses. I will go. say though, I just saw a thing. I'll give you all this. Forgot to do it the other day. TB12. I don't know how we ended any other way. Deuces, everybody. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online 
schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.